0: Bitches.
1: Welcome. Are we still alternating every word? <laughs> all right, we tried that. Well, welcome to Just a Quick Pinch, everyone. I'm your host, Jimmy Hanshaw. And just kidding.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm the real host here, Connie Wang. Okay, as you guys can see, Jimmy is with me again today because I just really, I like recording with him. I don't know, it's fun. It sounds um, like she
1: loves me or something.
0: Yeah, the other day I turned to Jimmy after I was editing our last podcast episode, which if you missed it, is the one all about our dating and relationship tips. But I turned to Jimmy, and I was, like, it, "Like we were just, like, sitting there in silence. And I was, like, you know, I think we have really good chemistry. And he was, like, I would hope so. After, it's only been like, eight, eight years. years. Um, no, but I mean, See, like, we, Oh, Jinx, you owe me a wait, soda. Oh, play. you brought me one for the podcast recording. I did. Okay, so what you guys aren't seeing right now is we're, like, I'm chugging my uh, ginger ale. Jimmy's having some Diet Coke because honestly i i feel like this today i woke up on the wrong side of the bed and i just like wasn't having a good day which is kind of like the worst when uh you have to record a podcast (laughs) jimmy and i recorded like 10 minutes hey we were having
1: fun for a little bit we just weren't having fun recording the podcast earlier
0: i feel like i was miserable um so we tried to record this earlier no like i had fun with you i just mean like recording like i can't fake this this energy that I have right now, like right now, is good energy. Yeah, I we can just, just feel not we ready were earlier. Good. earlier. Yeah, earlier, I think I was like sleepy, and then I was just like cranky. And like I said, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Um, but I just wanted to be fully transparent with you guys because I'm sure that like you guys out there listening, you guys are probably like, oh, like is she always this peppy? Like, no, this isn't, and it's not like a show that I'm putting on either. It's a, I just have to record at the right time. So. What I did was I uh, went to—you see—I went to TJ Maxx, and then I went to Trader Joe's. And now the energy is restored, the balance is back. How do you feel, Jimmy?
1: Um, pretty good. I you know played a little bit of video games. I've been organizing my Digimon cards uh, and uh, talked to my mom for a while. So oh, cute. Uh, I
0: should call my mom.
1: Yeah, you should. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll call your mom later. It'll be a fun time.
0: But, oh, do you ever feel like sometimes? the carbonation is a little like too much
1: yeah like it kind of like hits a little too hard like if you wait a few minutes or like a half hour till it starts like the bubbles are kind of chilling out wait you like flat coke a little bit too i like flat coke a little bit however i'd like to clarify that there is like this new trend of like nitro coke and pepsi going on Mm -hmm. and it basically tastes like flat coke but like not as good
0: Oh, it's glorious. I love I love the nitro and the flag. I mean, it's pretty
1: good, but, like, I kind of like doing it the old-fashioned way.
0: Yeah, like letting it sit out yeah, and get Yeah, exactly. Fire.
1: And, like, yeah, the nitro thing's cool. Like, you can definitely down it a lot faster. But, you know, it's soda. You shouldn't be this. drinking too much anyways. I don't know. Um,
0: okay, so anyways, Jimmy's so does here with me. Soda's bad for the me. teeth, right? Yes, soda's bad for the teeth. I love Jimmy. Okay, anyways, back on track. So, <laughs> what we're doing today here is today is May twenty second that we're recording. Um, mm. Congratulations to the fourth years in my dental school just graduated today. And Jimmy and I were thinking, you know, it's graduation season. To the day, it's actually exactly five years since Jimmy graduated from pharmacy school in his class, and it's almost to the day three years since I've graduated pharmacy school. Um, and I feel like it's just been such a whirlwind of the last, like, five to three years that we thought with graduation, with all these new beginnings and ending of chapters and transitions, it'd be good to do a little self-reflection and discuss personal growth today. Right, sweetie?
1: Yeah. Um, I didn't realize personal growth was going to be self-reflection, though. Um, (laughs) I thought it was just about the weight we've gained since then.
0: I'm also ready to discuss that if you want. Um, Relationship rate, weight is real. I
1: think I think we're growing, um, but it's okay.
0: We're growing, growing horizontally. We're growing. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. No more height.
0: No, just weight.
1: There's basketball players taller than two of us combined.
0: Yeah, there are. Actually, I think there really are.
1: I don't think so. Um, That's like 10 feet.
0: Any oh yeah no you're
1: right oh wait i had another oh yeah
0: um so anyways if you guys are familiar with my episode that i did where we played we're not really strangers anymore it's gonna be a similar format i'm gonna ask you guys these really good introspective personal growth questions that like you don't really stop and think about and i think this is like a good practice because in our day to day we're so go 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 like i feel like we don't give ourselves enough time and space to really reflect so consider this wherever you are if you're on your commute if you're folding your laundry right now if you're staring at your pile of laundry that needs to be folded and not folding it, this is just the time to, you know, do some of that self-reflection. Um, but first, Jimmy, do you know what time it is?
1: It's time for the hot...
0: Girl. Huddle! I don't think we're meant to do this. I don't think this is working. It's not doing what we're <laughs> Well, to we're trying it for,
1: for a little bit. Okay. Uh, so huddle up, ladies. It's time for the tarot card.
0: No, <laughs> You sound like a softball coach. How do I I'm, I'm just like the
1: Oprah of this podcast. Okay. Wait, I had something. Wait, else there's a I theme song that has say. to play first. I know. Ba, ba, no. ba. Would you have fun?
0: <laughs> yes, I had a lot of fun with that. Anyways, <laughs> first things first, we got healthcare horoscopes. And with healthcare horoscopes, we have the tarot card of the week. Now, Jimmy, kind sir. Oh, wait, it's over here. Can, can we just pull a new card? That last card had bad juju. I didn't like it. It was so positive. Well, no, but the whole vibe was bad juju. Well, we have to ASMR shuffle it again. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. I'm picking the card of the week. Do you want to pick the card of the week?
1: Well, I I probably should because I woke up on at least a slightly better side of the bed than you.
0: (laughs) You're right, actually.
1: You (laughs) know why? Because my side of the bed has sheets on it still and her side of the bed always seems to end up like getting the fitted sheet like halfway off of the thing.
0: Yeah, I really don't know what that's about. But, um, okay, I shuffled it enough, Jimmy. Pull the top card. Oh, no, pull whatever card you want. And this is the card for the week of May
1: 23rd. Heart of the cards. I summon the Dark Magician, Queen of Pentacles.
0: Queen of Pentacles. All right, and it's upright. So now yeah. search the Queen of Pentacles upright meaning.
1: I will once uh, our dog stops putting this her butthole totally on my kneecap.
0: Inauthentic reading. Okay.
1: Uh, pentacles?
0: Yeah, Queen of Pentacles upright.
1: Ooh, let's see. Uh, Queen of Pentacles, who has someone down to earth who takes <laughs> responsibilities for many roles in the care for her family. Uh, representing a mature female or feminine presence, the receiver of the upright Queen of Pentacles has central focus on childcare and well-being. Um, you know what? This actually fits pretty well. This is, like, funny. I feel like I got misgendered a little bit by pulling this card.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I'm laughing just because this is literally what Jimmy's been begging of me for the last, like for all of our relationship he just wants me to take more responsibility and we literally just had this conversation so anyways i think this will be good this week
1: i've been a king of pentacles for a while i need my queen
0: okay so how i'm going to integrate this queen of pentacles you know signifying someone who's responsible down to earth generous practical but but
1: let's all right career meaning for the upright queen of pentacles uh when it comes to all things career oriented the queen of pentacles tarot card can bring great success She is a talented businesswoman who is practical, organized, and very capable in anything she puts her mind to. In your life, she can appear as a successful person who may make a great mentor, colleague, or business partner. If you do choose to collaborate with her, you'll find that her vast skill set will be invaluable to your career or your professional projects. If she offers advice, listen to it. She cares for you and will help you accomplish your goals.
0: Okay, so I feel actually, like... I think you have
1: been my Queen of Pentacles this whole time, uh, based off that description. Really? Yeah, you could just do a little bit more cooking and cleaning, like okay. that subservient <laughs> stuff they were talking about.
0: For my week, I think I will integrate this, but by... you know what? Wait, I just had like a light bulb go off. I think I'm going to integrate this in the sense that, like, so there's the career meaning where she's like all this and that, like what we just read. She's a good mentor, and then there's the other meaning for the upright queen of pentacles where she like takes care of her home and stuff i feel like i'm gonna embody this this week because this week i just have four days of externship and then we're away for a wedding so i feel like with these with going to externship it doesn't feel like i'm a student anymore it just feels like i like work like a normal adult like i wake up in the morning at like 6 30 and then i leave the house seven something and then i come back home like five o'clock so i feel like i'm gonna implement this into my life this week by living like a normal adult <laughs> and not having to like stay up studying or anything like that like I just think I'll get a taste of what real life is like and because of that I can do more work-life balance stuff like this week I'm gonna try to get ahead on spring cleaning maybe making the place a little homier um eating a little healthier working out like I just want while I'm on externship, since there's less craziness of, of craziness of school I just want to like get more stable just and be a
1: human for yeah
0: once. <laughs> pretty much and develop take, like good take
1: your humanity backs
0: yeah what about you jimmy
1: um well, oh do you guys hear that that's oh, thunder oh that's pretty oh ellie's getting spooked
0: oh it's okay ellie
1: oh it sounds like i should just listen to your advice based off of what this career reading is
0: i like this card
1: uh, i like this whole
0: thing yeah. Time for Spit Talk. So, I'm gonna start with Spit Talk by recapping how externship has been. So, so far, I've had four days of externship. Last week was my first week. Um, I really like the site so far. I think I briefly mentioned this on my Instagram story. If you're not following, follow along at uh Dr. Connie Wang on Instagram. I like this site because it's a good mix of there's like just like a lot of stuff, you know. Like, I want to become a general dentist, so I get to see a lot of general stuff. Like, in general, it's a good mix of a little bit of everything. but you know what I hate about... I don't know if I'm the only one like this. This is what I hate about starting new things, like new rotations, starting new school, new job. I just hate, like, the act of settling in because, like, you don't know everyone yet. So it's really easy if you're an anxious person like me to, like, interpret things the wrong way. Like, I just feel like I look stupid all the time. And I don't know if that's normal. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like... Like, I haven't done anything wrong, but I also feel like i'm not the best i don't know the person that did this rotation before me was like really 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 good so i just feel like i have big shoes to fill and that kind of um makes me nervous to be completely honest
1: (laughs) and that's okay you're allowed to be nervous
0: yeah you know i'll say
1: so i you know i actually work with a lot of pharmacy students Mm -hmm. um so i see a lot of you know first days and uh yeah people people are definitely kind of stressed and uh you know we try you know my department you know we love students so we're super welcoming like everyone knows the student's name before they show up everyone makes sure they introduce themselves and they come in um so you know depending on the environment like first days can be really scary but um hopefully you can be in nice environments where people care about you and want you to learn uh, and you know
0: I know and well okay I, I do feel like this environment everyone's nice like don't get me wrong preceptive but it's are just nice. stressful you yeah, know it's it's just like me causing more stress mm-hmm. that needs to happen yeah. I just internally feel stressed and like slightly mm-hmm. off my game because normally at school and clinic I'm like oh that's a cavity right there yeah You're gonna fill it great got it like in school clinic I'm used to that but here I'm kind of just like is this a cavity like I don't want to mess up and then everyone's gonna think yeah. I'm stupid and then like
1: and it's it's super interesting because you know you're in your third year of dental school. Oh, wait, actually, a... as
0: of today, I think I'm a fourth year. Oh
1: wow.
0: Well, yeah. Long story short, I like know what I'm doing, but like, do I know what? I'm... Like, I know what I'm doing, oh, here, but I don't know that I know
1: here's, what. I'm doing. Here's what I was gonna say: is like, it's it's super interesting, like you know, kind of like what you're doing at this time mm-hmm. as a third, about to be like you know, just turned fourth year. Whereas you know, the fourth year students I work with uh, in the pharmacy programs, some of them, uh, you know. Come in, and uh, you know I can't trust them to be alone with a patient. You get to be alone with patients, cavities. Like,
0: well, yeah. Anyway, so I feel like I'm adjusting fine, and I think I'm mm-hmm. going to look back on this at the end of the rotation, and be like, "Oh, that's like funny that I ever thought this," but I'm still in my like insecure adjusting phase of the externship.
1: I will say you've been a little bit brighter the last week. While really? You've been on externship.
0: Me? Wait, brighter? Yeah, yeah. Like I my I personality? Like,
1: yeah, just th- like you feel a little more relaxed. You just seem to be able to enjoy yourself uh, at home a little bit more you, have, you know less to worry about you're not being your own administrative assistant all the time
0: i think that's the thing is like on externship i don't have to like call the patient and schedule i don't have to do the lab work and make the dentures i don't have to like literally my job is just a dentist and oh this is what i wanted to talk about externship with um yeah you know like a good thing about externship is it made me like remember again why i like dentistry because now i don't have to do like all the other stuff so that's good that after all this time that i still like dentistry <laughs> anyways what's new with you
1: still on the digimon trading card game hype train i went out and i went to an actual in-person tournament this weekend Mm -hmm. i lost horribly Mm -hmm. um but connie was connie was really good at helping me prepare Um, was i not so much you weren't really (laughs) reading the cards or anything um
0: i don't want to read more than i have to
1: (laughs) yeah you kind of have to read everything um i was still telling her what the numbers on the cards meant the other day um (laughs) So it's hard to, like, gauge if I'm doing well because how does one – strat like, if I'm strategizing and she's plopping cards down incorrectly the
0: whole no, time – No, I am trying. She doesn't
1: even know how to play Uno correctly. She was al- always putting, like, a yellow one <laughs> on top of a red zero, and then she just, like, would throw the cards at me and <laughs> – so, we don't play Uno anymore.
0: We can't play Uno together. You're like, that's neither the right color nor number. I'd be like, well, fuck this game. Yeah.
1: And Digimon is effectively like Uno, wow. but like.
0: It's like cute. Uno. More
1: colors and just pure chaos.
0: Yeah. Anyways, that's it for Hot Girl Huddle. Now, on to the main part of the episode. you guys so for today's podcast episode for the main part I am solo um everyone say bye to Jimmy bye Jimmy okay so basically one of the things that prompted me to discuss this besides it being graduation season and all that a time of change new beginnings and endings yada 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 I heard this quote the other day that I really resonated with on a podcast um I think it's like a famous quote and it's that most people overestimate what they can achieve in one year and underestimate what they can achieve in five years meaning like I feel like every year when there's like a new year's resolution and things like that we all have these like big lofty goals on how we're gonna like suddenly flip a switch and change because in our heads I think it's a lot more like the idea of changing who you are as a person is so much more exciting and enticing and like sexy when you think of it as like like a like a Disney movie montage right like Disney movies raised us to think that personal change happens overnight like the main character is just like you know what. I'm gonna change this And then starts this Like catchy pop song And then you see The main character Like look in the mirror And then like It's it's like an overnight process Right? So I feel like These movies make us think That it's gonna be that easy And then when it Doesn't happen like that When the change Doesn't happen overnight And guess what The change is a lot harder Than you thought it would be Um then suddenly we're like less interested in it and we lose our motivation with it. We drop our goals and we decide it's more comfortable to just stay the way that we've always been. Whereas I feel like if we approach change as like less of a Disney movie montage that's supposed to happen overnight and instead we approached it more as, you know, like a long term project and something that's going to take like five years or, you know, even more. Then I feel like we would see so much bigger results. So today's episode, I want to feel kind of like it's. A workshop I guess in some sense for personal growth so basically I crafted these top 10 questions to really ask yourself uh, because I feel like we could all use this time to reflect and see how far we've come and kind of use that to motivate us to see how much more we can progress in the next year in the next five years things like that so without further ado question number one I want you guys at home listening right now to ask yourself what is something you've done recently or in the last year that you wouldn't have thought possible in the prior few years Like, what's something that you really surprise yourself with? So for me, I'll I'll also, by the way, be answering with you guys because I um, love to talk about myself, apparently. (laughs) No, I don't know. I just, I I feel like for this to feel comfortable with you guys, it just can't just be me rapid fire asking you questions. I think it's fun to share a little bit with you guys. So one thing I think I've done recently that I don't think I would have been able to do before this um i just think like with third year of dental school i really learned how to mentally control myself and my emotions and control the thoughts going on in my head and just like put down my head and do the work like i've gotten a lot better about blocking out all the things i'm worried about And in the past, I feel like if I was ever like mentally not in a good place, I'd be like, wait, can I like not do this right now? Like, can I like push this off somehow? Like, I don't feel like doing this, so I just won't. Whereas now it's like I put on my big girl loops basically, and I have to just learn how to deal with it and suck it up like a normal adult. Like, oh, I don't really feel like doing this crown right now. Like, well, too bad. The patient's sitting in front of you and they're already anesthetized. So you got to do the crown. Don't know what to tell you. So yeah. Okay. Question number two, I want you guys at home to ask yourself. What are three things I would like to improve about myself? Honestly, when I thought of this question, my first response was like, I can only pick three. Because, <laughs> like, if it were up to me, I could improve a lot of other stuff. But, okay, if I'm prioritizing the top three things I would like to improve about myself, one, this is, like, a more recent revelation. I think I should really learn how to be more patient, especially with myself. Um, but basically, I didn't realize this until recently because in my head... I don't know, I always thought I was like this chill person. Maybe I was like kind to myself. I thought I was a chill person. I usually don't tend to like rock the boat on things. I don't feel like I get as like angry or care as much as like my classmates when things happen. Um, so I, I thought of myself as a chill person, but recently I was working with a faculty on a patient and I feel like I was kind of like being like, okay, like what's the next step? What's this, what's that? Like kind of figuring things out. And they just like looked at me and they were like, patience. And then in that moment, at first, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But then I was like, oh, maybe this is actually like a personality trait that I need to work on. (laughs) Like, I don't think I realize when I'm being impatient. And now that I've been more aware of it ever since that incident, now I kind of catch myself and I'm like, oh, I could stand to be like a little bit more calm (laughs) and patient, which is good. I, I think in my head when I was younger, I used to think of like impatience as almost being like a positive trait because... It like pushes you somehow I used to think that that meant that you like demanded excellence I don't know this is some like warped tiger mom way of thinking but now recently I recently I realized no being impatient patience actually uh, just makes everyone around you uncomfortable and you need to learn how to be more patient also I think being more patient with myself could be better because a lot of the challenges that I face stems from me being so impatient being like why didn't this work out the way I wanted Um, Being like, why am I not progressing faster than I expected? Why am I not at like XYZ benchmark? I like released this episode a couple, I I forget which one it was, but in one of my previous episodes, I said like, honestly, you become so much more happy in life when you realize not to attach so much focus on um, like whether or not something met your expectations or not, and instead just appreciate something for what it is. And I feel like a big part of that is with having patience with yourself. And so uh, this brings me to number two. Another thing that I would like to improve about myself, I think I would really improve from better emotional control, okay? I am a Cancer Sun and a Leo Moon and Rising, so basically, long story short, I'm dramatic, okay? And uh, I have dramatic emotions as well, and I just think that um, maybe I should grow up and be less emotional. (laughs) Um, I think being emotional is, is a great trait, okay? I'm very empathetic. I'm sure that's great in some aspects to my career, but, you know, in a lot of others, I feel like when you're caring for others, you really just have to be able to put your emotions aside. And while I do think, like I said in the last question, I do think I improved on that, I think I could always be a little bit better at at least like stabilizing my emotions, you know, like developing those self-soothing emotional tips. And number three, I think I just really want to improve on my growth mindset. I think In general, I have, like, a pretty good growth mindset, but I do still notice I tend to attach too much ego to what I work on, and if it doesn't go well. Like, if this is a bad podcast episode, I want to just scrap it all. Like, I want to throw away if I'm bad at something, if I make a bad prep, because I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Um, And I realize, in reality, dentistry, this is, like, so, like, cliche and so, like, personal statement of me, but, like, dentistry and, you know, any craft in general, any profession, it's, like, a lifelong learning kind of event. Like, there's always going to be new things coming up. And I'm always going to be, like, trying things. And then, like, I'm bound to fail if I'm doing it right, you know? If I'm trying enough new things, I'm probably going to fail. And I have to realize, like, I can't attach so much pressure on myself to do something. And instead, I need to find the enjoyment and the satisfaction in just small markers of progress, right? Because I really do want to get better at my craft. And you just can't get better when you're constantly having, like, a hissy fit when it doesn't work out the way you wanted to, okay? Like, you just have to learn how to... Like I said, not have your ego bruised by setbacks and instead push on forward because that's the only way that you can progress, progress, (laughs) progress, progress. And I especially want to develop this skill because, you know, as much as it feels like I've been in school forever, I've realized like my graduation is less than 365 days from now. Okay, people, it is officially grind time. It's officially the end almost of an era. It's the beginning of the end. Um, And you know, once I get out of school, suddenly all of the markers and like the parameters for success are kind of like stripped away. Like there's going to be no one telling me you need to hand in this assignment. You need to have this many fillings done by this time. You know, like all of a sudden all the rules are gone and I need to learn how to like be a productive self-learner. I always thought being a self-learner was having all these goals and ambitions and like knowing what I wanted and going for it. But recently I've realized, you know what? Being a self-learner also means learning how to push yourself even when it's hard, even when you're disappointed in yourself, even when you're embarrassed, even when you want to throw in the towel and quit. You know, being a self-learner means being able to push past those negative feelings. So yeah, I just think that if I develop a stronger growth mindset, I will be more successful and a better dentist ultimately. And that's my goal. Question number three, I want you guys to ask yourself, what are my secret talents? So I had to think kind of long and hard about this one. But um, this is like more of a fun fact, I guess, about me than a talent. But I have really good beginner's luck. I don't know why. This has always been a thing ever since I was a kid. Um, Anytime I like try something... For the first time, usually I'm, like, pretty good at it. And this is, like, not to toot my own horn, because honestly, this has come to, like, bite me in the ass a lot of times. Because the problem is, I'll be good at something straight off the bat, and then I'll be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm, like, good at this. And then I won't think about all the complications. And then, like, the beginner's luck is bound to wear off, and then once it wears off, then I'm like, oh, like, what happened to my, like, I thought I was good at this. So, honestly, I think it's better, it behooves you to not have beginner's luck, because then you work harder in the beginning, and you kind of work through all the kinks, and then you get to a greater level of mastery. Versus me and my beginner's luck, uh, it was nice when I was in, like, the third grade playing, like, computer games, but now, I, I don't think I need, like, beginner's luck. I would rather struggle in the beginning, learn, and then get better. Also... I feel like this is more of like a soft skill, but I do think I'm pretty good at reading the energy in a room. I'm just, I'm I'm good at reading people, right? And I feel like that has become a good talent because if you can read the energy in the room, you can also change the energy in the room. And that's been really helpful for me if I have like patients that are, that come in, you know, not in the best mood and things like that. I think I'm able to kind of turn it around and being able to influence energy in rooms is actually pretty helpful. So yeah. Okay, question number one, two, three, four, if my math is mathing. Yes, question number four. What things do you really want to learn before you die? This is kind of dark, but I thought this was a good question. So one thing, fun fact, that I really want to learn before I die is I want to learn how to cure meats. Like, I really want to be able to make my own salami. I want to make my own prosciutto. It's just something that I would really love to do that I honestly, like, I'm not gonna attach, like I said, ego to it. I'm, it's like I'm not making this career out of curing meats. Although, I don't know, that would be pretty cool. Uh but no, there's like no chance I'm doing that. Unless no, no, no. You guys are like actively watching me trying like convincing myself to become a meat curer, if that's even like a job. Watch like next episode. I'm like, hey guys, I dropped out of school. Um now I'm gonna be making salami for a living. I would also like to learn how to make a really good homemade ice cream. Anyways, question number five, I want you guys to ask yourself, how can you better align your short-term actions to long-term goals in the next 30 days, mentally, physically, or emotionally? So, okay, for me, one thing that I plan on doing is, I, like, my fitness journey has kind of been, like, it's been a journey, for the lack of a better word, okay? There's been ups, there's been downs, there's been times where I was really into fitness, times where I wasn't as much. Um, and so now recently I'm kind of coming out of like a slump. I feel like I kind of put my, um, physical form on the back burner with the winter and with taking boards and stuff like that. And now with the weather getting warmer, I think that I'll be able to stick to like a more regular exercising schedule by getting out more often so like i'm gonna try to commit in the next 30 days to having more fun outside this doesn't mean i have to like go crazy and like lift the weights and do all the stuff because like i realized like working out i just don't have fun with okay my sister like runs marathons and she loves running because like it gives her endorphins and like all that stuff she's like a perfect person okay she- she's one of those um and that's just not me i just i don't like to run i don't like to lift weights but I like to go on my hot girl walks. I like to listen to podcasts. I like to watch YouTube on the treadmill. So I'm going to just do what feels good for me and what I enjoy doing. Like I'm going to go out rollerblading with Jimmy, maybe ride our bikes. I'm just in the stage where I want to have fun. And so I think that is like one short term thing that I can do to align with my long term goal of being more fit and not having atherosclerotic plaque in my heart. Question number five. If I could eliminate one time wasting habit, what would it be? I know all of our impulses is being on our phones, which, like, totally, I could totally spend less time on my phone. Um, but I don't know how feasible that is. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Uh, like, yeah, I would like to spend less time on my phone, obviously. But another time-wasting habit that I didn't really think about until I stopped and asked myself this question was, you guys will not believe the ridiculous amount of time that I spend making decisions when i'm grocery shopping okay like you would think that i am agonizing over like a life or death decision when really it's just like i'm calculating how many like like what's the ounces of beans in this can and how affordable it is like i spend too much time analyzing like okay what's the best like price per pound for everything when really like i don't i like i I don't need this okay i don't need to spend this much time in the grocery aisles so i feel like one i'm gonna try making more concise grocery shopping lists because then i think i can kind of just like eliminate wasting time making decisions and things like that and in general also i'm gonna try to come up with more like meal plans for me and jimmy because that way if i come up with meal plans then i can come up with better grocery lists and then i can come up with or then i cut out the decision making part in the store because like trust me i could spend like hours and hours in the store okay Question number, I literally don't learn. What number is this? I think it's number six. Question number, I'm going to say it's six. Question number six, do I learn from my mistakes? Clearly not. Um, What are some mistakes I've made in the past? So I feel like I just have this reoccurring life lesson. And if I don't learn it now, like I never, like fate will just keep slapping me in the face with this lesson that I have to learn. It's like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a karmic lesson or something. My karmic lesson in this life, this has plagued me like my whole life is I just need to learn how to have some self-confidence, okay? I've always had this lack of self-confidence to the point where it's affected my performance. I just, I always assume in every situation, I always assume I'm the worst at something. I assume that I'm the problem child. When really, like, my baseline is always enough. It's always, like, good enough and up to par with, like, expectations around me and things like that. But in my head, I don't know if it's ingrained in me because, like, maybe I, I, I think I struggled a little bit um, with school when I was, like, super, super young, like, maybe when I was in, like, the fourth or third grade, I was, like, kind of bad at math, and then also, I kind of, like, one time I failed this, like, geography, like, this U.S. geography test or something, um, and I kind of felt bad about, okay, you know what, it's hard to know all the states in the Midwest, I just get very confused, and all the shapes kind of start blending together, but anyways, you know what I mean, I have these, like, deep-rooted, like, childhood insecurities, and that's manifested into my adult life as me thinking, like, Oh, like I'm not as good as everyone else, which is kind of ironic because I just said like I have really good beginner's luck. So you, so like you would think that that would make me more confident, um, but plot twist somehow it hasn't. Uh, so, but this has like come up in my life a lot where I'll try something and then I'll just doubt myself so much. And like the self doubt will get to me when really, if I didn't even think so much about it and just did my thing and didn't put so much pressure on myself, I would do just fine. And, you know, with the season of life I'm in right now, I have boards coming up. Those really, like, I have my mannequin boards. Not, like, the written boards. I already took those. With these mannequin boards, you have to stay cool under pressure and you have to, like, perform, right? Like, my hands have to do the things. I got to do the fillings. I got to do the crowns and the root canals. And so, like, mama doesn't have time or doesn't want to redo anything. And, uh, yeah, I just I need to learn how to get it together. It's it's now or never with this karmic lesson. Okay. Okay. Now, enough about the things we want to change about ourselves. I really like this question. What do you find most satisfying about your current occupation, career, position, blah, blah, blah? Because you know what? As much as we feel like our current is doom and gloom, I'm sure there's something that you can find satisfying about your current position. So for me personally, I used to think that the most satisfying thing to me was like, if I could see in my patient's eyes that I got them to care about their oral health, right? Like, that was the coolest thing was when I feel like, oh, I really explained flossing well, you know? Like, I I, I don't know why I just, that, and to, the, to this day, that's still, like, the most satisfying thing to me is being able to see in someone's eyes, like, an understanding of, like, why I care so much about their teeth and, you know, like, why they should care too. But recently, that mentality has kind of changed because, like, I've been starting to see enough patients where, you know what? I've realized I can't care about them and their oral health more than they care about themselves and their oral health. Because you know what? That's how you end up being really frustrated over time. Like, I'm only, like, I'm still a student. And if I keep up this mentality, I'm just going to be disappointed because not everyone out there is going to change their minds. You can't change everyone's mind. And so recently, I've decided I have to make my satisfaction in this career less extrinsic and less depending on how other people react and make it more intrinsic so that no matter what happens, no matter what they think, no matter what, I'll feel satisfied from it. Because I feel like that's how you develop like a long-term passion for something and that's how you keep your energy to keep going. Now, I feel like I get more satisfaction from feeling like I did a good job of making something that's so misunderstood like dentistry um, into something more clear. So, people think, like, dentistry is super simple. They think it's just teeth, whatever. So, like, I really enjoy being able to expand on that and, like, actually reveal to my patients how nuanced dentistry is. Like, I like to open my patients' eyes to, like, big new concepts. And then I try breaking it back down into simple, digestible things. So, you may be saying, like, Connie, isn't that the same thing that you just said? Like... Isn't that exactly like trying to explain to your patient why they should care? And like, yes, it is. But the difference is now the result and like the parameter I'm judging it by is not whether or not my patient left caring. It's if I felt like I did a good job explaining it. And that's good because this is all within my control. Because honestly, I could give like a bomb ass TED talk to my patient about why they need to floss. They could still walk out of that chair not caring. And that is the sad, unfortunate truth. But it is what it is. But you know what? Instead of me fixating on whether or not they cared, instead I'm just gonna be proud of myself for giving that bomb ass flossing TED talk. I also do feel like I truly find satisfaction in the sense that like someone can come into my chair and like me, little old me and my little old hands, like we fix that. And that's just really satisfying to me. I just love working with my hands. Okay, second to last question. This must be question number nine then. Is there something I could be doing to get out of my comfort zone right now and explore? Okay, so for me personally, one of the things I want to do to get out of my comfort zone more is, you know, rela- recently I've realized I'm kind of, like, young. Um, I So I'm 26 right now, and I think I should be spending more weekends, like, traveling, making memories, and, like, living my life instead of staying at home. I feel like I'm still in that student mentality where I'm like, oh, like, I probably have things to do this weekend. I probably need to, like, you know, do x, y, and z. But, like, I'm not really that much of a student anymore. I don't have to study on the weekends anymore like I did first and second year. I don't have to go into lab on the weekends like I used to second year. Like, my weekends are free now and I need to, I need to start acting like it, okay? I need to grow up and start enjoying my weekends. So, yeah. Um, but, like, it's kind of funny I say this because I think that's pushing myself outside my comfort zone because my comfort zone is to stay home And my comfort zone is to like conserve my energy and relax after a busy week but you know what i think that if i push myself out of this comfort zone and did a little bit more like physical exploring of the city and traveling then i think you know that would be good for me also my second thing that i think i could be doing to get out of my comfort zone i hate to admit this but um i I didn't i'm not a huge tiktok person honestly like i understand why people like tiktok but i personally don't really like use it that much but i think that Uh, You know, like, I really care about this podcast, and I feel like it would behoove me. That's my new favorite saying, behoove me, even though I don't even know if I'm really, like, saying this correctly. But I think that it would behoove me if I tried to do more creation on TikTok. So, yeah. I don't know. You guys heard it here first. It's something I'm reluctant about, but I feel like maybe I should give it a try. Like, I don't know. TBD. See, I think this is something that, like, I'm staying in my comfort zone because I don't want to because I think TikTok is cringe. Uh, but I think that if I push myself and make contact, the content that I genuinely enjoyed on TikTok, then like maybe, I don't know, maybe that would be good for me. I don't really want to though. But I, okay. Either. And anyways, that's neither here nor there. Last question. What was your biggest worry five years ago, which would be May of 2017. And how do you feel about it now? Honestly, I enjoyed this question because it made me really stop and think, like, five years ago, where was I? You guys, five years ago, my biggest worry. I remember thinking about this, like, first thing before, first thing that I woke up in the morning and then last thing before I went to bed at night, I would think about this when I was driving home, when I was in the shower, I would think about this, like, every waking second, basically, and that was getting into dental school. That's right. I just, I think it's so funny that I used to worry so much about this because now in hindsight, Looking back, I'm like, A, why did you want this? Just kidding. (laughs) Only kind of. A, I'm kind of just like, why did you ever doubt yourself? Like, this was always meant to be. Like, this was yours for the taking. I don't know. I just, I I think it's funny that I used to doubt myself so much. And I remember, I remember how unknown it felt being like, will I ever get into dental school? Like, what if no schools think that I'm valuable? Like, it just seemed like such a far-fetched pipe dream. Which, in hindsight, now that I know how dental school is... Um, I'm kind of just like, what were you thinking, Connie? Like you were, you were born for this. Like you were, you you got it. You got it in the bag, girl. But yeah, it's just crazy because now you know what my equivalent thought is. Now the thing that I lust for that much is me being done with like school, like finishing, graduating dental school, which is just funny because five years ago I would have given my left arm to get into dental school. And now I feel like I would give up my right. Well, maybe not my right arm because I need that to drill. I would give up some other body part in order to get out of dental school, um, but to, you know, finish my degree. So it's just funny how much, how full circle this has become. And it's kind of just a reminder to any of you guys out there. I guarantee you guys right now, when you're thinking of your answers of what your biggest worry was in May of 2017, I'm sure now you're looking back and being like, what were you so worried about? Like genuinely, you had it in the bag too. So yeah. Just apply that to what you're worrying about now, present day, and remind yourself that someday, five years from now, you're going to be looking back on all this and being like, what were you worrying about now? So yeah, anyways, that is all I have for you guys today. I'm going to go take a hot shower and then finally go to bed. Oh, also, if you like what you heard, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It literally makes my entire day um, life Uh, everything. So thank you so, so much for everyone that's already left a review. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, that's it. Bye!